0: Before we get into anything, I want to do a 50-second monologue here. Uh, I know there's different tiers of fans. There's Twitter fans, uh, Blazer fans. You got your casual fans. You got your people that maybe go one game a year, know the name of the team, maybe not not even the name of the coach. I'm going to try to hit the, the reset button. Joe Cronin took over for Neil O'Shea. Neil O'Shea was fired. Joe Cronin was named interim general manager, and then he was named general manager without interviewing the team did not interview any any other candidates they just handed him the job they didn't interview they didn't hire an outside firm to say hey what's your direction what do you want to do hey joe here's the keys take off what do you want to do so we've been we've been told joe wants to build a championship team around dame lillard now we did our podcast as free agency started 15 minutes prior to that we did the show i was editing the show Blazers only move during that during that time period was to sign their own players, which doesn't make them better. I'm thinking probably what Dame's thinking, like what's going on. I'm seeing trades, I'm seeing free agency signings, but I'm not seeing anything from the Portland Trail Blazers. And then we wake up to Dame Willard has asked for a trade out of the Portland Trail Blazers, which is fine. I would I would do the same thing. Maybe a year or two year or two later. Um, so here that's where we're at right
1: now. Bo Diesel and. Were you shocked? Were you, what were you thinking? No, I was just happy it was over. Yeah, this writing's been on the wall for a long time. Um, neither neither side wanted to break up with each other. It was cute. It was loving, but it had to happen. And now we're at the breakup point. We knew he wasn't happy. You could blame whoever you want. Everyone wants the best for each other, and that's very cute. Looking out the door, thank you, Dame. Thank you so much. Everyone loves you. Did a great job. We'll love you wherever you go. But at a certain point, we've got to move on. I agree, Dame. We love you too.
0: Great show. Brought Portland to a level. And there's always this discussion: who's the greatest Blazer of all time? And you know that's fun to debate. Right now, my question to you: were you surprised that the Blazers did absolutely nothing but take care of their own uh, players and not go after any trades? I would expect... Accepted a trade of Nazir Little for Cody Zeller. I would welcome Cody Zeller to come back.
1: Right. And when you look at who was signed and who was signed where, most of the names, most of the players went back to their original teams. So there wasn't that much drastic movement at all. So, no, I'm not really surprised. Now, Dame said he wanted to play with Draymond, and Draymond Green stayed with the Warriors. A perfect example. Now, He said, let's get him over to Portland. That was a chess move because there was no way that he was ever going to leave the team he's on that he's won those championships with to come to Portland. That's a pipe dream. That was never going to happen. So that seemed like a chess move. Okay, I'll ask for something I know I can't get. This will give me a reason to opt out. You don't need a reason. You don't need a reason to opt out. This was a classic case of, I love you, but I don't want to break up with you. Uh, This is exactly, this has been going on for years. So the Band-Aid had to come off and it came off. And we're not behind the scenes. We don't know what was said.
0: So this is all speculation. The only thing I'm arguing is what how Joe Cronin handles himself in press conferences. If it was me, I would say, hey, you know what? That's between me and Dame. I am not. I don't have anything to say about it. Dame's kind of m- mostly the same way. He is vocal about what he wants. Joe Cronin should have just said, ah, no comment, no comment. You can always say, yeah, we want to build a championship. You're not going to say, unlike Neil O'Shea, who did say, oh, yeah, we just wanted to build mediocrity. We want to sign second-round picks that didn't work out. That's not what Joe Cronin's saying. So now here we are. What, what do we What do we do? What do you do? Is this a, your chess match that you were talking about, Dame versus Joe? Do we just say, "Hey, go to the Miami Heat"? Or what? What are we doing here?
1: Well, I heard there were some hard feelings a couple days ago, which is now a couple days after he requested for a trade. It's over, and the question now is. Is the team going to appease their former player to sacrifice the future of the team? I.e., are you going to accept Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero for Dame? No. Absolutely not. So the question now is, where is he going to go? This is the roller coaster ride we're on. But I think as a fan and as a loyal fan to Dame, thank you. Love you must move on now yeah and
0: and this is not a type of situation if people are going to talk about like Clyde Drexler and what we did for him for Houston I want to compare this to the Utah Jazz last year they got rid of everybody and then they got off to a hot start and everyone's like whoa what's going on here you're supposed to be tanking you're supposed to be losing I think the set of Blazers that were drafted and uh, Jeremy Grant and the guys that they have here right now I think they are capable I'm not saying they're going into the plan or uh, but they're they're, they're going to stay in games and I think they're going to be competitive more than people think you got to make a critical chess move of, of when you're not just going to trade Dame and say, Oh yeah, we're going to get picks in 2030 and 2039. You got to do something where you get some quality player back a big, hopefully package nerd, and then look for the future and say, Hey Dame, we, this is, you want it out. You want to win a championship. Let's get you to a championship
1: team. So last week we were talking about specific players or the type of players that we wanted in exchange and I think a fair deal at this point is a good player, a good role player, and a good draft pick. I think those three things are fair for Dave at this point.
0: I agree. I agree. Because you're not going if to, if his goal is to win a championship, you're not going to, you
1: know package your whole
0: your whole team and to me honestly you think about Philadelphia you already kind of have a big three there with Tyrese Maxey and Harden and Embiid Harden wants out my feeling is is this is going to be a big giant four or five team trade and everyone's going to get what they want and there's going to be picks and it's going to be the blockbuster of blockbuster trades. My fingers crossed. I I just hope it's not a Bradley Beal, Paul Gasol. We're like, what the heck?
1: What do we get here? Yeah, at, at this point is so few teams that they've talked about. You know, the, the surprise team now is the Spurs. And there was a chance just a, a month ago, and I believe I saw a picture or two of Dame with Wemben Yama, but those are in Blazer jerseys. Now there's a chance he could go to the Spurs, which would be great. I think that would be outstanding. But again, who are you going to get back from that team besides some picks, which they do have to appease the fan base? Probably no one.
0: Yeah, in this case, you have to do what's best for the team. And for the future of the franchise and for the players you just drafted, you got to make sure they're supported. And I think a lot of people are misunderstanding. Dame's time was kind of wasted during Neil O'Shea's time, not Joe Cronin's time. So everyone get off Joe Cronin's back. He's trying to do the best he can. And he has to support and make the best deal. The team that's right around him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if you're going to talk, if there's negative talk about what an individual is doing with his particular job, in this case, the general manager, Joe Cronin, Well, it's also fair to look at the positive things that he's done. Now, yes, Scoop did fall to us at three, but Shaden was a pick last year we weren't too sure about. But at this point, we know, yeah, well, in the last two years, those are the two guys that you got with your first pick.
0: Not too bad. No, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this squad. Whether they win 25 games is going to be fun to watch. That starts in summer league year pretty
1: soon. Well, I was just going to jump into summer league. and You got to ask yourself, Mike, you got to ask yourself at this point, well, well, we still got Scoot, a super perhaps generational talent that – is at the tail end of all this news. I do believe that all this news about Dame, probably a little bit of, oh, why would not he want to play with me? Yes, he's young and Dame knows that, or everyone knows Dame doesn't want to play with a a young player, but still, you got to believe there's a little bit of a chip, or shall I say a little bigger bit of a chip, on Scoot's shoulder coming into the summer league and into the season with all this attention, all this news being put on dame's departure no i agree and i think this opens up along those lines
0: of anthony anthony simons being the guy i think he was in dame's shadow i think he could step out and i think he can take a deep breath and not worry about look over his shoulders you know is dame going to correct me am i going to be sitting my only question out of all this I think I did the the brief history of Joe Cronin. Joe Cronin did not uh, hire Chauncey Billups. Neil O'Shea hired Chauncey Billups. So I'm not sure if Chauncey Billups is the man for this, but uh, we'll see this season. Go right now and predict Chauncey gets let go by mid midseason that's my prediction
1: a safe prediction considering you've got championship level coaches being fired for losing a year after they win a title so yeah I would have to agree with you and I'm not knocking on Chauncey Chauncey just he was
0: with the Clippers for a year and prior to that he was with ESPN he just doesn't have the coaching experience he does have Scotty Brooks next to him and, and then Scotty uh, I think maybe retained again I know he did some head coaching jobs but those are all all taken so Scotty Brooks will probably be back now having said that some of the game management that I saw last year was questionable and now you're just going to be going with young guys and you got to come up with some kind of you know you got to learn new personnel Chauncey was a point guard great player I don't know if that's translating to coaching we'll see I have nothing personal against the guy I just think he doesn't have the experience necessary right now
1: yeah and things are always changing I mean there's always new coaches and players that are now. Now coaches that you remember playing, they're becoming coaches. So the cycle's never going to stop. And if you're not doing the job, especially with a large amount of talent, it's, it's predictable that you're going to have to go soon.
0: Yeah, Dane was in the Western Conference Finals once in his tenure with the Blazers. And then this summer, he had to sit home and watch two play-in teams, the Lakers and the Miami Heat, one going to the Conference Finals, one going to the NBA Finals and sit at home and watch those guys when he was told to shut it down and not play in the rest of the season. Yes, it did work out. We got the number three pick with Red and Roy's love, but can you blame him wanting to get back?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got, a, it's got a sting. He was in the Western Conference Finals a few years ago, and that's as far as this team's been in quite some time. So I don't blame him for wanting to get back and hitch his wagon to a club that has the chance to do that. Let's move right into this. We got Scoot. He's the face. He's the guy.
0: What do we feel about him? What, what are we talking about, Scoot Henderson?
1: Well, I got to say that it's not nothing that he's currently wearing zero, 0 I don't know what that is, but it's not nothing. Love it. Excited. Ready to move on. Honestly, I haven't seen Scoot play that many games. In fact, I can probably say I haven't seen Scoot play more than a full game, at least not at one time. Now, footage-wise, Have I seen 48 minutes? Oh, well, yeah, but it's a lot of repeats and shots and highlights and whatnot. So to actually get a chance to watch him play is very exciting.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to summer league. I did watch him on the G League Ignite. I watched the Wimbayana matchups. I was taken aback about how he looked because uh, you're used to, you know, you saw Ant come into the league at 19. He looked like a kid. He looked like a little kid. Skinny arms look like, you know, Reggie Miller, skinny arms, all these guys skinny scoots coming in as a full grown muscles. He doesn't need to work on his body. He has time just to work on his game. That That's the first thing that stepped out. Uh, the second was he wasn't shy. But he was not shy. He, he played well on defense. He passed the ball. He shot the ball well. He wants to take that team on his shoulder. And what I heard in the Summer League media where he said, oh, I'm not going to shy away with it. I want to make sure my mental health is great and I'm in the right place and I can put that team on my back. And that's
1: exactly what I wanted to hear from Scoot Henderson. Yeah, from all signs and just looking at him, hearing him talk. It's definitely a killer mentality that Scoot seems to have, you know, a a Russell Westbrook type killer mentality that you could just see in his eyes. Uh, This is a guy you want on your club. That energy could translate
0: to the rest of the team. And I think one of your picks uh, was our second round pick. You're saying might have even a better career than both of the first round picks. I feel like those guys might even mesh a little bit and be the one-two with Ant being the third guy. What do you think about that?
1: First, I may have overshot with that prediction, but I do think Crean Rupin is going to be outstanding. I'm very much looking forward to seeing him. Now, it's not sure. We don't know what the lineups are going to be, so... You know, we can only look forward to seeing the rotations. Last year, you know, we were talking about Chauncey and the coaching. I thought his rotations were great. I like the combinations of players that he played together. So now you have new pieces. You have new pieces to put together, and it'll be fun to watch what he does. But I definitely think Rupert is going to be a big, fun piece to watch I'm imagining right now uh, Rupert and Matisse Deibel getting on a unit together, and that is going to be some defense that I don't think we've seen in quite a while. Defensive stopper, and uh, you're going to hear it here on the 77 podcast.
0: I believe in some way and some fashion, Mr. Nicholas Batum will end up on the Blazers as part of this Dame trade as a mentor, Coming back maybe to shut down his career where it started in Portland, Oregon. Let's talk about the Summer League team in Las Vegas. What are we expecting?
1: Yeah, great. Summer League, what a fun time of the year. Love it. Anytime there's an opportunity to do something in Vegas besides being in Vegas, it's a great thing. So we got a full roster, Shaden Sharps playing, Scoot Henderson's there,
0: Ryan Rupp there.
1: He's comfortable with people calling him Ryan. He understands. He's so mature. That he doesn't mind if people call him Ryan, That's fine.
0: I expect back-to-back championships from the Portland Trailblazers.
1: Well, that would be fun. And what 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 better bonding experience can you have than to win a summer league title? However, I think that the focus here will definitely be the excitement of the new the new players that we have alongside uh, alongside of Shade.
0: And I want to touch just a brief second on. I was a little puzzled with the Watford release. Watford's a guy that doesn't, is not a defensive liability. He's not an offensive liability. So I'm not sure why they let Watford go. He would have been great in this summer league, but um, do you you have any reasoning why would you let Watford just walk?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I really was a big fan of his still am. I think he's a hard-nosed, tough player that, you know, can help a team, but you can't keep everyone. And they got rid of Drew and yeah, they got rid of Trendon. You can't keep everyone. So there's only so many spots on a team. Yes, I'm disappointed that he's not around. Do I think it's the worst thing in the world? No, it's not the worst thing in the world. So, Mike, let's you know, this is a, a topic that we've been seeing lately about top Top 10, top 5, top 1, top 2. What are your top 5 Blazers of all
0: packs? I love the list. Uh, Twitter's going crazy. My list is pretty simple. It's based on winning and championships. So I'm going to go. Clyde Drexler got us to two NBA Finals and a uh, league best record one year. So Clyde's my number 1 Blazer. Then I'm going to go with Bill Walton. He brought the championship to the city. He brought Blazer mania to the city. You gotta love him. Then I'm going to say Dame. Dame Willard. Great for Portland. Great great career. Loves loves Portland and all-star appearances. Uh, we just left him a little short and, and we wish him well on his new endeavors. And then I'm going to go number four, Brandon Roy. with The what ifs. You know, he could have been great. He was great. He was a clutch shooter. Made, made shots under pressure. Kobe Bryant said he was the toughest guy that he ever had to guard in the NBA. That's big praise from the Mamba. And then I'll go in at number five. Grafted in the eighties but didn't show up until the nineties. RV to Sabonis.
1: Yeah. Abbas. Great list. Love it. You stole my one of my picks, maybe two of my picks, but my top five are not based on championships. I do not go that route. And my number one's going to be a little surprising. I love me some Sheed. Sheed Wallace is my number one all-time blazer. Skill-wise, well, if you love Sheed, you love Sheed. And he's my number one. That's how much I love Sheed. Number two, I go with Dame. You know, he's on... He's on the way out. He's out the door. He was never going to beat Sheed for me anyway. Dame's number two for me. Three, I would have to go with um, Clyde the Glide. That's kind of a no-brainer. He should be up there. Anything out of three, I think, is just darn disrespectful. Number four, DeMontis' daddy. Definitely could have easily landed in the top three spots, but we got him when he was old, as you mentioned, so he slipped down to four. And number five is a little sentimental pick, a guy I used to watch coming up when I first fell in love with the game I used to see him often um, Jerome Kersey, giant brick poster of him, brick painting of him on the outside of a bridge in Portland while I was a youth, staring up at that had a big impact on my life. So Jerome Kersey wraps up my top five. Mercy Kersey, I like your top five. And in general, you know, I've grown
0: up Blazer fans my whole entire life. Uh, you know, you got the you got Larry Steele and all those guys, but it's great to uh, talk about these lists now that uh, Dame has departed, and we hope Scoot Henderson will. Be top of that list, uh, bringing some
1: championships here in three or four years. So, Mike, the East summer league for people who want to know, man, uh, we we start on July seventh. This is the Vegas Summer League, and uh, July seventh, I believe. Uh, let's just double check this. Is Friday? We got a game Friday night, then a game Sunday night against against Wemby. So, the first game is Houston, Houston team. Then we got uh, we got Wemby in the second game against Scoot. That's going to be nationally cover- covered covered. Um, I think the talk of the summer
0: league after we watch it, thanks for the listing of the times is going to be Jeremy Grant's contract. Give me your thoughts on that. Break that down about the money, the years, or whether or not we're going to hold on to grant.
1: Well, I think good for Jeremy He's always a player that I feel is deserving of that money. Um, we don't usually see these players play out their contract. It's almost comical. A contract, when you think of what it is to what has happened with them, players can get out whenever they want and moved quite regularly. So to think a player is going to stay out his contract, I would just bet against. Yeah, I'm in the same camp. I think...
0: He's only going to get this money with Portland. He got it, and he's happy whether Dame's there or not there. He's still young. And I think this contract is average for his skill set in this uh, day and age. So I think in two years, moving $35 million a year is not going to be too hard if, if things don't work out in two years and he wants to move on and the Blazers want to move on. So I think it's a friendly contract when Dame is gone. If Dame was still here, then that might have jacked everything up, and then you're going into the 2nd and 3rd April. But with Dame gone, this contract is a different aspect that you got to look at, look at it in a different way.
1: Well, what do you think of, because at this point we're sitting where Dame is not been moved. We haven't heard anything but speculation. What say you the chances are a backpedal occurs and whoops, season has started, a.k.a. Daryl Morey move, where he has no rush at all to move a player. What say Dame's still here in October?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if if that was going to happen. I would say we got a great general manager with a big set of balls because you got to wait till the trade deadline. Then people are going to panic. We're like, okay, okay, all right, all right. I'll give you those five first-round draft picks and
1: my best player. Here you go. Mike, what do you think of Ben Simmons in a Blazer uniform, a couple of those picks, perhaps, from Brooklyn. Now, my perspective,
0: Ben Simmons, if you, he was if he was included in a Brooklyn deal or even a three-way deal where Ben Simmons ends up as a Blazer, I'm okay with that. He has two years left. You can see what you can get out of him. He's not some guy you can throw him in. He's tall. He can play with everybody, start him at power forward, small forward, take him off the bench, do what you need to do with that, and
1: see what you get out of him for two years. I, that, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I've thought about it the last couple of days, and I've gone back and forth with it I'm leaning towards the okay that's almost acceptable now of course that's under the condition there are picks you know Joe Cronin has proven himself to pick well as we touched on earlier so I don't think getting picks back is a bad deal especially picks within the next couple years I think
0: that's that's going to be fair Do you take five picks and Ben Simmons and be okay with that? I would
1: take Ben Simmons, another role player, and two picks. Vince or Dinwiddie? I don't think Dinwiddie fits. And the reason why I think that Ben Simmons fits is we've already seen that Ben Simmons is a little bit immature. Not to talk negatively about him, but just the actions and what we've seen or what we haven't seen from Ben Simmons definitely can lean towards him being a little immature. Well. If you group it, if you group an immature player who's a little bit older with some players who are younger, are a little more mature than what we've seen, seems like an interesting thing to witness. Yeah, I am not. I know most fans are probably
0: going to hear Ben Simmons and be like, oh man, we failed. I'm okay with it because you can dump his contract in two years and then you're off the books and you can sign somebody or, or have room to make a trade. So I'm okay with that. While we're going down this rabbit holes of what ifs before we wrap up the show, Why do
1: we need Tyrese Maxey? We already have a bunch of young guards that we just drafted. I think that's more of a sign of how how much Tyrese Maxey's stock has risen in the last season. I mean, yeah, he's a very nice player. Love him. Absolutely. Would I want him? Absolutely. But it doesn't seem like Philly's ever going to give him up anyway. So I think it, it doesn't even worth consideration. All right, Bo Diesel, that does it for the
0: show. And wherever you may be, wherever you get your podcast, please sign up and subscribe, and we'll get the latest episodes, and we'll see you next for a summer league, Bo Diesel. Yeah.